56. <laughs> we were... F- Hello. Uh, welcome to... Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. Yeah, hey, we were just talking about how high we were in the iTunes store. Parentheses. I'm so happy about it. Parentheses TV and film. <laughs> <laughs> we're like... We're the Josea of thinking that our numbers are blowing up on social media. Yeah, we were we were rising pretty steadily on on Friday or Saturday, and then yeah, and it's work. very exciting. And we, you know, we're so excited because we love having our new friends to talk to Big Brother about because yeah. this season been off to a a scorching start. It's been it's been crazy. It's been the the way these people have been talking about each other on the feeds has been like they've been in the house together for six months instead of yes four days and that absolutely and that brings something up that we wanted to just uh throw at you guys so we're gonna spend the first little bit of this episode talking about sunday's episode because we understand some people don't have the feeds they're going just by cbs's edit and then the after that we're gonna it's gonna be spoiler city because we're gonna talk about the feeds because we have to because i just want to say this is my first season ever purchasing the feeds and i held off because i knew it would ruin my life and it has because i love the feeds i'm obsessed with them i'm a feeds veteran i've been watching the feeds since early 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 seasons since I, like bb two or three or whatever and i know and you always told me it's the best investment you can make all summer and you're so right it's so good and it used to be more expensive than it is now i think it was 15 bucks a month or something like that back in the day yeah. When a dollar, could, a dollar couldn't buy you crap in Bush's America. <laughs> yeah, but it is like what I had plans this weekend and I was bummed to go to them because I was like, oh, but the, they're starting to wake up. Like stuff's going to start happening. I don't want to go to brunch. You know? I, I had plans this weekend and I just flipped on my Twitter and I just saw you had been tweeting nonstop <laughs> about it. I go, oh, because it's we so good. So guys. I understand if you're trying to stay true to the CBS edit. I get it. But I've you're been wrong. there. But it's wrong. <laughs> you guys really need to get onto the feeds. Like, we're going to respect you and not do too many spoilers about them yet. But that's our fair warning. And that's our um, us being fair to you. Okay. So, on Sunday's episode, um, we pick up after the nomination ceremony where Pauly and Jose have been nominated. And then we get this new twist bb roadkill how do you feel about it i love it Uh i think it's great i i love i love maybe i just loved this competition because it was really funny like it was a well thought out competition i was also thinking to myself how do they come up with this shit like you have to have your limbs on three buttons and take your clothes off it's so like delightfully degrading (laughs) yeah I, i mean i was just thinking how many are they gonna have we all of them t- are going to be like time trials that take place inside of this Winnebago, right? So th- is it going to be the same thing every time, or is it going to be? No, it's got to be different yeah. every time. But and I love, um, I love that no one knows, and you don't have to tell anyone. I think that added secrecy in the house where people are already so paranoid is delicious. Um, I love the reveal of them opening the box and it's saying "loser", loser. on all of them. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. I'm all so for so anything where people fan. are called losers. Yeah, I'm a big Just fan. Right to and their I think face. it's totally. I think it's funny to test their acting skills, you know, like how Frank Frank won and he so clearly was like, yeah, but couldn't say anything and he kept checking to make sure. I thought that was adorable. I'm ex- I'm definitely excited to see how that plays out the rest of the summer whether people just announce it immediately or Mm -hmm. are really bad actors about it um yeah i would love to see jose win this even though i i don't know if he's long for this house right i would too because it would just be so delightfully that's the thing is as tensions mount people aren't going to be able to play it cool the way frank played it and it's also so fun i mean the only thing is you think they tell them not to tell the whole house because there's that whole reveal of the floating pictures yeah, I th- I think I think they let them do whatever they want. I would love to see a situation where someone says they won it and they didn't win it. Yeah, me too. And see everyone. That's it's so brilliant. I love VV Roadkill. I'm a big fan. Yeah, it'll be interesting what happens if you know that it, that Frank won this. If that ever gets out, I mean, because half of the house, his the eight pack knows, 
about it, mm-hmm. and the other dummies have have no idea. no idea. They have no idea, as we'll talk about. They have no idea truly about anything that's happening inside of the house, and it's yeah, great feeds. Yeah, totally. Um, the other thing we saw in this episode were um, three of our girls becoming buddies or deciding that they wanted to be wifeys. Yeah. <laughs> our spies, sorry. They think they're going to be spies. This is a flop. This was a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, that's kind of the major takeaway It's you know from this these first uh, this first week or so is that six of the players... Uh, or seven of them have no, truly no idea what the hell's happening. They've yeah. truly watched half of a season, which is kind yeah. of a bummer to watch as uh, as such a fan of the show that so few actual fa- fans, I mean, you don't have to be a, a, a nerdy super fan. You don't have to be Steve about it. Right. But pe- it puts so many people in this game who have no idea how to play the game. It's, it's not... Fair. It's not fun to watch. You'd rather watch. Yeah. Although I will, one thing I will say is it is it is kind of fun to see people so out of their element and so unaware. Like that is kind of like Jose is amusing. If he goes home, I'm gonna miss him a little bit. Oh yeah. I mean, I hate watching him speak and talk and say anything because he's so wrong. But I mean, I texted. But he's a common enemy. I texted you a great quote from the episode. Right after the BB roadkill, they're all in a room with Polly, and they're all like, no, I didn't win it. And all of them were right. being honest because they yeah. And then Polly leaves the room, and Jose goes, Polly won it. I can read faces, and I'm always right. <laughs> he keeps saying that. He keeps saying stuff like that. I want to reiterate that, like, if I knew Jose, if Jose was my, like, spin instructor or Jose was my hairstylist, I would think he was a riot. I would love that hour a week we spend together. I wouldn't want to hang out with him any more than that, but I would think he's, like, so cute and fun. But, yes, when you spend 24 hours a day, seven days a week watching him, as I have because I'm obsessed with feeds, it's a lot. Wouldn't you get frustrated after a little bit where he's telling these stories about how he's the valiant hero and how he knows, you know. Same for Paul. Po- Paul's like that too. Paul's, a, I hate, I hate Paul. Yeah. Everyone hates Paul, but I know, I know who Paul is in real life. Not that I saw right. him at, you know, the drawing room on Hillhurst. Mm-hmm. I know people like Paul in real life and I just can't stand them. And Avoid. Avoid. He... Uh, we, this is not really a spoiler from the feed. Uh, from the feed, it's not about anything happening in the game. He calls Michelle Buzz Lightyear, <laughs> not to her face. She he thinks she looks like Buzz Lightyear, like in the facial, <laughs> just the structure of her head. Yeah, and he was going on this rant last night about how she has no idea what the hell's happening in the game. Mm-hmm. About how she's she's in such a bad spot, right, dude. You're on the you were you were on the block. Yeah, that's one sign, you know. She knows exactly what's happening in the game. She yeah. saw a bunch of returning players come in and she goes, "Oh, these are all loyal people from the last, you know, 3 or 4 seasons. I know exactly how they're going to play. I see Vanessa's sister, I know exactly how she's going to play. I see Cody's mm-hmm. brother, I know exactly how he's going to play. I would rather spend my time with these people than all these wild cards who don't know who Zingbot is. Right. Oh, my God. That is crazy. I can't wait for the Zingbot to be there. But yeah. that must be, you know what, that that has to be why they brought, why they decided to do the, like, veterans twist this season is because they got all these recruits. So maybe it's, like, because they were so into their personalities or because they were so hot or whatever mm-hmm. that that's why they were like, but these people don't know how to play the game. We need to bring back some people who know for sure how to play the game. Yeah, it would just be nice to see 16 competitors who are all on a relatively level playing field. Yeah. It's like a little bit like watching the Harlem Globetrotters, which is fun. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to see the Washington Generals, you know, play a little bit would be nice. And yeah. I just don't know, you know, other than other than some wackadoo, you know, kick the ball into the hoop. Mm-hmm sort of HOH competition where anybody could win. Right. I don't see how the the other side of the house is really going to 
make that much of a dent in the eight pack. No, I can't see it either. Although, and I think we should wrap up talking about the episode because I think we got to get into the live feeds because there's a lot of talk <laughs> in the live feeds that relates to it. So, um, well, I think we should talk about we should talk about pawns for a little bit. Oh we yes, should, um, because Polly's nominated as a pawn, and I. I what do you what do you feel about that? Should they be th- seriously thinking about him going home or and not voting out Jose or do or do you think they should hold on to him for a little bit? I this is always such an interesting thing for me because like pawns usually go home. Yeah. I wrote <laughs> because, down here pawns don't go home. Right. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the times. quote. That's the thing we always say to to the yep. pawns. Oh, pawns right. never go home. Where they always end up going home because usually, but that's because usually the player on the other side knows like, okay, now it's time to hustle and convince everyone like, see, you already hate me. You're already planning on sending me home. So you can do that next exactly. week. Where this is your only chance to send Polly home. But Jose does not have the knowledge to do that. So I think Polly's safe. I think this is the one in a million op- times where he really is a safe pawn and he's not going to go home. I think people like him. He cleans. He wakes up early. Like <laughs> Important stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not like out. He's not. I don't think anyone outright hates him yet. So. I think Polly is actually truly a pawn, like a really good idea of what a pawn is. Sometimes we put up a pawn and we really, what, what they're doing and putting up a pawn is they're putting up an extremely likable person and then three days later they go wait we have an extremely likable person who Mm -hmm. might win the jury's vote right why are we keeping him and not getting rid of this person who everybody hates i think paulie's actually a pawn because nobody really knows what he's doing and nobody Mm -hmm. really cares about him he we, we thought, oh, Cody's brother, he's charming. Right, exactly. He's got a six-pack. He's got like a, you know, more of a sandy blonde composition. Very, mm-hmm. very cute. He really has, he's really like a lost puppy in this house. He mm-hmm. does not really have that much of a social game. I mean, obviously, he's flirty and stuff, but he, he, the reason he's not in the eight, he's not in the eight-pack, even though he kind of should be. Like he, he totally should be. I know Frank said, that the only reason he's not is because he wasn't in the room. But why is this guy constantly not in the right room? I think he's just not really paying attention that much. Yeah. I think it's because he's always in the kitchen cleaning up. I'm, it's him and Bridget are always there. <laughs> but He's truly a pawn in that he's kind of true cannon, uh, cannon fodder. And, and if he goes at some point in the in the near future i I don't think too many people would be bummed and i think he really needs to he really needs to take a look around and see that he doesn't really have anybody in this game and it's so weird to see the charismatic hot guy be the loner be the steve of the season mumbling to himself about his mother in the in the like safari room yeah totally it is it's interesting because i think he and Corey are not personality wise but looks wise they look very similar to me except yeah. Corey's much taller so i think people always notice Corey and sort of forget that polly's there mm-hmm. especially in these early days when you know you're still getting to know everyone i would forget paul i would forget polly's name and think he's Corey all the time it's like he's living in the body switch a body switch movie where he was the hot guy and then you know <laughs> some nerdy guy you know wishes upon a thunderstorm and magically a fountain turns him into the nerdy guy and he now knows what it's like to be ignored all the time it's a very mm-hmm. John Hughes sort of yeah but i think <laughs> early but 90s movie <laughs> but it's going to i think it's going to help him this week i don't think there's a chance in hell that he's going home as a pawn. Yeah. So I guess let's talk about the spoilers and talk about numbers going into this eviction. So I'm sorry okay. if you if you've been uh, if you're only watching the live the the uh, TV show. We've been talking for a solid 14 minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Get caught. We love up. it. We love the TV show, but we gotta get into these feeds. Okay. So okay. Uh, that's the that's the spoilers clap. We're going to talk yeah, about okay. what's going on in the house. So just really briefly, Paul wins the veto and takes himself off. And which oh, and he before that, I was watching the feeds. He went up to the room where Nicole and um, 
Day R and is like uh, and like he thought this was he thought this was a really great game move. He went up and was like, "Are you guys okay if I take myself off?" And they were like, "Yeah, of course. Like we're not going to try to convince you to not." And he was like, "Okay, I just want to like as if he's making sure because he really cares what they think." He was like, "They're going to eat this up." No. No. That entire side of the house, Victor, Jose, they have no idea what is a real move and not, and what's not. And, like, they think that they, he thinks that he's making some sort of concession to them by coming. Like, yeah, of course you're going to use it. They both were like, no, obviously take yourself off the block. Like, play your game. They were, like, coaching and they're like, definitely play your game. <laughs> take yourself off the block. Why? In what world? And if what if they had said like yeah we really need you to keep yourself on there <laughs> like what it was so crazy and there yeah it's like we're not even voting for you anyways even though we should because you're so annoying mm-hmm. and the the silly thing the crazy thing okay so Bridget was the renom because there's so few people left to be available to be renominated and I think. In right. the case that the roadkill person, I think this will be explained on Wednesday's episode, but in the case that the roadkill nominee is the one removed by veto, the roadkill winner gets to renominate. Because Paul, I'm sorry, Frank did the renomination of yeah. Bridget. And um, I guess if, you know, say Jose won the veto, I guess Nicole would be the person to nominated that's a little bit unclear right now those rules yeah it is a little unclear um yeah if anyone out there knows for sure please tweet at us Um, i don't know how i feel about that i feel like nicole i feel like the head of household power has been diluted this year yeah it's definitely it's it's i mean big brother is usually just a bunch of twists to rig it in whoever big brother wants it yeah (laughs) like i've i bet that's why the rules aren't that clear so that they can change them last minute to suit Allison Grodner's like fantasies. Yeah, I mean the rules are kind of rigged in a way to help the bigger alliance because now APAC, even if Victor gets the nom gets the nomination or gets head of household rather, I'm sorry. You know, yeah. if, if Corey or whatever wins Roadkill, they can nominate, you know, Paul or Bronte or something like that and still mm-hmm. probably have the numbers to evict that person. So Yeah. It's- um yeah, that side so Josea, Paul, Victor are truly living in a world of delusion. They all want to live together after this is over. They're all a hundred percent positive that Paulie is going home. It's wild. I mean they're so I, I understand that everyone in the game is lying to them, but like it's wild how they they truly believe they're running the game. It's it's incredible the level of delusion and I mean, are they even talking game with the other side of the house? Have they not even asked not- them who's who they're voting for? They just all think that Paul is going home because they want Paulie to go home? I am not sure. I don't know. I know that I think that Paul and Bronte have talked game at some point. But Bronte has made a real miscalculation and it sort of seems to be aligning herself with them. So yeah. I mean I mean going back to the the spy girls thing yeah creating and like jumping and giggling about uh, their new alliance in front of (laughs) Tiffany (laughs) Tiffany, who's just sitting there it's like it's like a reaction (laughs) shot on the office where like I know she looks at the camera and it kind of zooms in on her face (laughs) it's so wild like they how could they and she's wearing the sunglasses she's so Vanessa you know but they have flop taste they just don't know they they just have no taste level whatsoever. Like, don't align yourself with them. Why are they sticking to these, like, week one decisions of, like, we can't align ourselves with the vets? No, like, go talk to T- Tiffany, you know? The vets were so or smart. Or Nicole, rather, sorry. They got dealt such a bad hand and instantly were like, oh, let's all just bring in one person apiece and now we're running the house. Yeah, it's so smart. But yeah, Josea, Paul, Victor, they just care about Instagram numbers. They like Josea really wants to host E fashion show. Oh, he said he wants to host the Grammys. <laughs> yeah, totally. So that's like, okay, great. I feel like someone else, someone had something really snarky. I think it was Frank who was like, your personality, like 
You think big personalities win? Okay, keep thinking that home watching this next week. (laughs) I mean, but even Jose's going to go home and he's going to watch, you know, the last two weeks of what happened and he's going to think he played a good game. He's going to be gobsmacked. No, he's going to be like, they're all bitches. Like, they all are so disgusting. I was playing a good, honest game and they're all snakes in the grass, you know? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Snakes in the grass. When the head of household nominates you and is like very clear that she's going to after you've been telling everyone that she's going going home. Yeah. Yeah. Snake in the grass. Oh my God. It was so amazing. So Josea, like in a last minute attempt, Paul sets up so that he can talk to Nicole. And so they go out to the hammock and have a little conversation. And she's like, listen, I'm not going to, I'm not a butt, but hashtag butt kisser. Butter kisser. Kiss (laughs) her butter. Butter kisser. Kiss her butter. Um, I want to tell you, like, the only reason I nominated you is because you made a huge show about how you were coming for me, so I nominated you. And he was, he's, like, trying to watch himself now. He's like, I don't even know what he's trying to get out to accomplish with this because she can't vote. So it really is boggling my mind. He's like, yeah, I just want to make sure we're cool. He thinks he's going to be around next week and they're going to be, like, she's going to be friends with, I don't know, I don't get it. It's, it's incredible. And I'm. it's going to be really interesting to see Oh, here's one thing. I think this year I heard this rumor that this year Julie is not going to announce the vote counts. She's just going to say, Jose, you're evicted. She's not going to say it's going to be a vote of seven to four, it seems like. No, I don't like that. I kind of do like it because now no one's going to know whether or not there are hinky votes thrown in. They're not going to know how many people on the other side voted against them. I think this could actually, now that people's votes are truly anonymous, people are going to be more free to vote how they want. And it's going to be less unanimous votes like last, like the last few years where basically every vote was almost unanimous or or close to it. Yeah, I see that, but I just love, I like the concrete numbers because then people can really target because they still don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and so they can still go. I like that. I like to see them go crazy and having and they get so little information anyway that yeah. the morsels they get, they just tear them apart. And I think it's hilarious. It's like a dog with a bone. And so it's like we're cutting that bone in half a little bit. I guess it'll be interesting to see. It probably depends on who wins head of household, but it'll be interesting to see how you know, your uh your Victors and Pauls and the, the spy girls. What is that what they're called? The spy girls? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like to me, I'm spy like, this kids? is not gonna last. Like you gave yourself a name, great. Like Yeah. It, you're all gonna hate each other in two weeks. It's gonna be interesting to to see what they do when Jose is nominated, if they're gonna scurry, if they're gonna scurry like cockroaches when the lights turned on. I think or they are. If they're gonna double down on their position and you know well, and that's the other thing is like, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, I think it's so safe to say that he is going home. And then it's just like, who's going to win HOH? That was the other amazing thing was like when they when Josea, Paul and Victor are talking their strategy for when Josea definitely doesn't go home. Oh. They're like, here's what we got to do. Win HOH. If we win Very HOH good. for the next five weeks, we're good. And it's like, OK, that's it. Winning, yeah, okay, sure. That's a great strategy. It's so weird. They they say this stuff all the time where like Bridget, Bronte, and Natalie will be sitting there and they'll be like, we never talked to Nicole, Day, Michelle, Tiffany, Corey, Frank, or James. <laughs> they're always hanging out together. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're talking game together and working with each other. Probably not. <sighs> no. Uh, it's just painful it's it's so bad and and i i i don't know i don't know if the eight pack will even be exposed by this you, you think it is I know. but you think they will be but I, I don't know i these people are just not really paying attention i know they're just and all. they're honestly they're very sleepy they all stay up way too late or they don't <laughs> but they sleep all day yeah i mean as a as a feeds veteran myself, I know mm-hmm. that usually they are up till probably four or five in the morning every night. It's crazy to me. Which I can't stay up and do. I'm an old man, 
But yeah. I'm almost envious of your position. You go to sleep, you know, 10 p.m. Eastern yeah. time. You get up. You can actually watch kind of the last hour of action before everyone goes to sleep. The, but there's no action. It's like if they're up still, they're like washing their face and getting they're getting ready. They're cleaning. They're constantly cleaning the kitchen. And yet there's always ants. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday morning, the cameraman, whoever was in charge of the kitchen cam, kept zooming in on the ant problem. And it was just. Disgusting. These poor people are going to get gangrene. Like, <laughs> I feel so bad for them. Yeah, you, you do need to get a tetanus shot. Yeah. Upon entering okay. and upon leaving. Speaking of disgusting things, I think we got to bring up uh, hashtag GoatGate. <laughs> yeah. So I actually saw really this sad. live, this conversation live. Oh, okay, yeah. So what happened is, and I want to say, I, do, I find Corey really scary. Because from watching the feeds, like, he has this weird aggro attitude towards Josea that, like, I understand. Josea's probably really annoying. But it's in a creepy where, way where I'm, like, he's one move away from a hate crime. And Definitely. I'm, like, not here for that. So he's got, yeah, he's just got this weird aggro attitude already. But he was telling this story in the kitchen to... Paul was definitely there, and then maybe Frank, like a couple people were all sitting around. He was talking about how he and his friends got very drunk, and his friend decided to try to light a a goat on fire. Yeah, from I I didn't watch this, but I kind of read a recap of it. That's goat. First of all, goats are horrifying creatures. (laughs) Yeah, I. But you made me feel bad for a goat. Yeah, and he was like, it was, I mean, people went really crazy about it online. It, it, And I saw, I think it was either Jokers or Hamster Watch that were like, let's stick to the facts, and I respect that because the facts are important. Yeah. Corey himself didn't do it, according to this so story. So he claims. So he claims. And they didn't actually do it. They, the, His friend just really wanted to or tried, and it didn't work. So, like, the intention is totally despicable, but they did not actually succeed. No goat was set on fire. Corey is secretly the man who I claimed he was during our preview episode. Right. You are so right. I I was thrown off the scent when he didn't seem to be outwardly that awful, like a Caleb from BB sixteen or mm-hmm. or uh, what's his name from last year, uh, Clay. Uh-huh. Um, he is so unaware of how horrible he is. And how homophobic. Ugh. Uh, and He's just very dim. Yeah, he's just secretly so proud of the truly awful things he says. And he's just so unaware that it's actually scarier than someone who admits to being like, you know what? I hate gay people. Or you know right. what? I don't think religion's other than Christianity. I don't, like, Christianity. Yeah, I don't, I don't like I. He wants the wall. He wants Donald Trump's wall. Oh, yeah. Built. But he's... he's He's sneaky about it. He's secretive about it. Ugh, yeah, it's even it comes worse. out in fits and starts. But he like they they were having some dinner where he and Josea were like a couple people away at the table, so within eyesight of each other. And they were talk. Um, Paul and Corey were talking about like different fights, different um, kinds of fighting, like Krav Maga, wrestling, whatever. And Jose asks this question. He's like, "Is." I forget. It was like, is Krav Maga the one where you um, are on the ground doing this? And Corey laughs at him. And Jose is like, what? Was that a stupid question? I'm sorry. Was that stupid? And Corey's just, Corey just like gets up really fast as if he's going to fight him. And it's like, you're good, bro. And walks away. And I was like, this is weird. This is very tense and scary. I don't, I don't like Jose, but I don't think he should be. Yeah. In a house with that. <laughs> Only Corey could make me feel bad for Jose. The right? Per- someone who I could never stand to even be in the same room with. with. Uh, yeah, he's he's scary. Um, I want to, since we're on the live feeds, I want to talk about um, showmances. Oh, yeah. So this all happened before the live feeds turned on. Apparently, Victor and Natalie had a showmance and okay. they had the, and it broke up. Before the feeds even turned on. Well, good for her. Good for her. Yeah, for spoken. <laughs> because she needs to focus. And now she's got James wrapped around her little finger. James is obsessed. Well, James is. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Imagine James being is a few Meg steps away this. from. Oh. I think I heard James and Meg had a falling out over the off season. Ooh, Ooh. I well, I also saw um, what's his name? The other kid from last season. He's turned on James too, but I didn't know if that was because he was Jason. Bitter. James, Jason, yeah, yeah. I didn't know I, if that was maybe he's bitter that he didn't get asked, but he he's had a lot to say against James. I heard. I don't know. I didn't hear this. I'm assuming James probably tried to make a move in the off season. And I also heard that Meg is dating some sort of survivor vet right now. Richard Hatch. Richard Hatch. <laughs> Famous gay Richard Hatch. <laughs> Naked gay Richard Hatch. I love Richard Hatch. Um, yeah, but so, but he, whenever he and Natalie are together, he's the, it's like the emoji hard eyes. He yeah. can't, he, he says stuff to her where I feel so uncomfortable for her, where he's like, he's like, I bet back home, boys are just like <laughs> that's my southern accent boys just keep trying to call you and date you are you just fighting guys off all the time and she has to she can't come across as like a bitch so she has to be like no not at all like no boys like me <laughs> it's like such a weird dance but this is natalie who said in her in her little pre-taped segment hi i'm natalie I'm like in a really hot. I'm a really hot cheerleader, and I like traditionally unattractive men. Oh, she said unattractive she, guys. No, she said she likes guys a little bit heavier, a little bit more with a Brett Raider composition. Oh, please, Brett. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying I but don't got a six pack. You don't have um, a Corey physique. No, but you also don't have a Corey brain or heart, which is very good. My heart. Is truly as black as. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but so okay, well that's interesting. So that I didn't realize that that adds a whole new dimension. I Maybe think she's also said it. this in the house that she doesn't. She's she seems she looks like she'd be someone who only dates Victors and Corys and stuff. But I think she's mentioned that she sometimes dates heavier guys, a little bit well less traditionally like- attractive. I like Natalie, and I hope she finds her way with a good alliance, not the people she's currently she with. Seems, because yeah. I think she could go far. I think she's one of the new people who I think, if she applied herself, could go farther. Because she's cute. She's probably good at competitions because she looks like she's in good shape. Like She seems amenable enough to understand that she might be in the wrong spot and, and yeah. change what's going on. Yeah. I think all three of those girls really could, I think, next week easily flip over to the other side of the house. Yeah, we need some we need some new uh, depths to these alliances. Definitely. Oh, other showmance in the works is your girl Bronte and Ooh. Paul. Ooh, what? Paul? Yes, yes. They keep, she, so on the feeds, she was telling um, everyone else, like, I don't want to, I don't want to kiss. I don't need to do anything. I just love to cuddle. And so- he and Bronte are always like touching each other. Yeah, I saw up him next like massaging her legs yesterday. And he wants, he wants, he keeps saying like he wants to marry her, blah, blah, blah. And so that's going to happen. I think she's powerless. She's powerless against it. Cause I think she's just, she's going to get horny. Even though she's smart, she's going to get horny. And he's going to be there waiting. And yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly Paul's game in and outside yeah. of the house. <laughs> Waiting with a ski yeah. mask on. Waiting to pounce. Or not even to pounce, to just like for someone to be so weak and thirsty and he's gonna be there holding a glass of water. Oh gosh. <laughs> to be to be twenty two again. I know. He's young. He he's very she's twenty six. Yeah, and I think but I think he's twenty two or twenty three. I think he's quite young. I think he's one of the younger house guests. Yeah, and she's smart enough she's older and she should know better. I remember being young when the first seasons of Big Brother were happening. Everyone's like, I'm 24 and I'm a real <laughs> So old. Oh, man, yeah. these old people got it together. Yeah, they're yeah on the so. show, living life, and now uh-huh. I'm older than half of the contestants. Now you're like Chicken George. Yeah. <laughs> I'm older than half of them. Like, oh, my God. If I know. I, it's crazy. I, yeah. Nobody would like well, me. I'm such, a, I'm such a curmudgeon already. No, but you'd lay low, so you'd be okay. Definitely. That would be my strategy, lay low for a month. I would get drunk the first night, and everyone would hate me. By the time the feeds came on, everyone would hate me, and the live feeders would be like, why? She seems okay. 
And because I really burned bridges that first night. You're truly the Jose of BB19. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I would be. Um, okay, Watch out, BB Canada. Music, really. I know. I got to be on BB Canada. If anyone out there watches BB Canada, tell us what you think. We're interested. Because um, I think it's on right now. So. No, no. It ended a couple weeks before this season. Oh, okay. I, Should we get... Oh, go ahead. I'm just, I was just going to say, I'd be interested in BB Canada, but I feel like so much of my life... Uh, disappears for the three months that US BB is on BB US mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, Julie BB hey Julie <laughs> that I, I just can't I can't give that away I, I can't give yeah. away that much of my life I know it's like right now it's 12 13 p.m. here on the east coast so I'm thinking I wonder if anyone's awake I should check you and your 24 <laughs> hour clock yeah what do you mean what do you 13 p.m. 1213. Oh, 1213. 12, oh, I thought you meant like 1300. No, I'm not. Like you're in the, the army. Military like James. <laughs> <laughs> um, also very funny. The other, like, I think last night they asked James if he ever went overseas because he's in the army and he said no. And they were visibly very disappointed. And he was like, sorry. <laughs> like, I have not ever gone overseas. Um, should we get to some of our Twitter friends questions? Yes. You can ask us a question on Twitter at HeyJulieBB, or you can send us an email, HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. Yeah. And we've loved it. We love interacting with you guys. And we got some really good questions and comments. Um, so let's get to them. I want to bring up, okay, so Seth, at SethGammon1, wants to know, what do you think of Tiffany's position now? And I think Tiffany's in a really great position because she's definitely not going home this week. And she's been she's been laying low. No one really she hasn't really been a target. People don't like her. People really don't like her. But she's not a big enough target. She's not anyone's radar. She's got that grading Russo style. Mm hmm. I think she would be uh, I think she'll probably be one of the first to go should the eight pack start to turn in turn in on itself or if they evict all six of those dumbos right and i just think that they saw enough about her enough from her sister last year and even just strategizing and talking about hypotheticals hypothetically if she were to get nominated she has a like they'll just be talking or he'll maybe you know Tiffany, if you get nominated next week, you know, by whoever or whatever, she has a fucking freak out and a meltdown like her sister yeah. did last year. Yeah, it happened. Uh, I think it was last night. Day and uh, Tiffany are in the HOH room and Tiffany's like, or no, not Tiffany. Sorry. Nicole. Mm-hmm. I keep getting her name wrong. But Nicole and Day are in the HOH room and Nicole's like, Tiffany's crying. Day's like, again? Yeah. <laughs> like, she's, it's just in their blood. And especially when you have two BB-17 vets in there who died by the uh, Vanessa sword. Russo sword. Yeah. Sword. What the fuck's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, I think she's okay for now. I mean, we've yet to see she – we've yet to see, I guess, a really strategic or game that uses the brain. So maybe she'll be good at those. Yeah, I don't know. I just think – I think she's I think a little she's bit smart, too volatile. But she, definitely, I think she's a little too volatile, volatile, yeah. volatile, and I think her act is already wearing thin. And I think people in her group, in her alliance, are afraid to even strategize with her because she is so off the handle about everything, and she's just a carbon copy of her sister, who will mm-hmm. start crying and freaking out. It's like, oh. And it's like know. if it comes down to it. For that particular twist of the siblings thing, I think they'd rather keep Polly than her. Like if they're putting someone up, Polly's manageable. He's he's malleable. Yeah. He's a piece of clay. Yeah. yeah, and his social game I think is better than hers because, as I said, he's not afraid to clean a bathroom. It's really been interesting because both both siblings are are definitely carbon copies, xeroxes of them of their of their siblings, and they're not as good. Yeah, they're almost like. Uh, uh, opposites of each other and that well, Polly has a decent social game but has just been so unlucky he's just never been in the right room and yeah. Tiffany has a decent social game as well but is a little 
a little off the handle, a little crazy sometimes, but she's just been lucky enough to be in the right room. Right. And you play a few cards differently. Someone takes a shower at a different time or cooks dinner. Their roles are completely flipped in the house. Totally. And, and yeah. Yeah. I, I don't see either of them going too far because I just don't think they're they're smart enough. Yeah, I think once the obvious choices get out, there's going to be more of a light shown on them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then his second part of his question was, is Josea really as delusional as he acts? And I think, I don't think there's any fake in that. As that is 100%. <laughs> yeah. And it's that's a quote why Liz from last year, or Julia, 130%. <laughs> Aus twins. Aus oh, twins. Gosh. Um, uh, is Jose okay so now we have at Game of Tones Tony wants to know is Jose the worst player of all time or the most terrible player of all time oh well what's what is the I'm gonna difference? say I'm gonna say worst of all time because as I said I don't think he's a terrible person like he said a couple things where I actually think he's amusing and fun but He's a bad player. He's the worst player. He's not a terrible person. He's so bad because he's going to be the first person kicked out too. I'm not even counting Glenn. Like it doesn't. No, that was a waste, and that feels so long ago. I'm so ready for someone else to go home. It's not like he was Devin from a couple years ago, who actually Mm -hmm. survived three or four weeks before melting down, or Audrey, same thing, who kept. She was so crazy that they just kept her because it's like, let's just deal with her another week because <laughs> yeah. there's more important fish to fry. Yeah. He is so bad and is just instantly getting the boot and will be will be blindsided on Thursday night. And I'm so excited. And I'm so excited because he's been talking about the speeches he wants oh. to give and he says he wants to burn the house down. And How there. excited are you for his interview with Julie? <gasps> I mean, hey, Julie, I'm so excited. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be like Frost Nixon. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's going to be like, um, it's going to be as if Walter Cronkite rose from the dead. Yes. Is Walter Walter Cronkite dead? I believe so. (laughs) Yeah, okay. All right, we got another question from... uh, We got a question from Walter Cronkite. At, yeah, and he at Big to know, Dubs K. Why are you guys talking about me? I'm not uh, dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, another question from Tony. Tony, I love you. Thank you so much for interacting with us. Um, he wants to know at Julie BB, would you rather have hepatitis or have a conversation with Paul? And as someone who's never had an STD, I'm gonna g- keep that alive, and I can survive talking to Paul for an hour. I can handle it. I think a lot of these STDs are manageable. Oh, God. You know what? You can live with much worse STDs like HIV. You're going to talk to... You don't want that. HIV is not... Uh, it's You're not, you're not going to die. You can live not a long, anymore. fulfilling life. life. Yeah. And I'll take one of the lesser hepatitises, A, B, C, D... I hate Paul so much. I just think it's a person that I talk to whenever I'm in, whenever I'm in LA anyway. So I can hey. <laughs> Um Okay, now we have, would you rather go to a party hosted by Corey's frat brothers or the Manson family? I would and pro- I have to say Manson family. See? Because. Okay. Go ahead. Go for it. Because. At least then you're surrounded by women. It would almost be like being part of the <laughs> spies. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, they're all brainwashed. But I feel like I'd, I think Squeaky From and I would get along and I sh- we'd, we'd stage a coup and get out of there, you know? And let me Where tell I'd- you, okay. I lived in New York for a while. I live in L.A. Crazy women are absolutely the best women to have sex with. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. All right. So you're gonna go and have sex with all the. I was. You changed my mind about that. I was gonna go to Corey's house party with the goat, and with the Make America Great Again, you know, foosball table. Non-ironic. Yep. Uh, yeah. I was gonna go to Corey's party, and you changed my mind. I thought, you know what? One of my strengths in Big Brother. I talked about this in my BB audition that somehow <laughs> might have just gotten lost somewhere. Yeah, I'm I think assuming. It I don't think cracks. anybody watched it. 
I think it just got lost. It fell to the I think Josea took your place. Yeah. Definitely. It was between <laughs> me, Jose, and Bronte for that, you know. <laughs> Anyways, I said I don't like guys guys that much. I don't like big brutish guys, but one of my strengths is that I can bro down easily. I can turn that switch on. I would be able mm-hmm. to bro down. But you changed my mind. I'm going to the Manson family party. Yeah. I would go to Corey's frat house if I could bring a big old tub of gasoline and a match. Oh. Burn that place to the ground, baby. I would um, love it if you brought a DD or some some someone who could, you know, watch your drink as well. Oh yeah. You can be my DD. Thank you. All right. So we have another question from at Matt Giebrack. Giesbrack, please I know I know I'm mispronouncing, but Giesbracht. Um, all alliances seem to need immediate. Okay, let me start again. All alliances seem to need to immediately make a stupid name. In your opinion, what's the worst alliance name in BB history? This is a great question. It's a great question. I think they just must be forced by production to do that so they can run that Chiron with the hashtag. I know. Category four. And there are so many names this season already. It's despicable. Yeah, they forced them for they forced four teams to make them, plus all the immediate uh, real alliances that that stemmed from that. I don't know. I think this year has some of the some of the worst ones because they're boring. They're not specific. Like Team Unicorn, boring. Yeah, Freakazoids, boring. Category, Category four, four. potentially boring. offensive to the to the future <laughs> victims of Hurricane, whatever. Yeah, to L.A. residents. Um, what? Yeah, none of them are any good. This se- I'd say this season are the worst names of all time. Um, flirty, like, Spy Girls. It's None of them are good. Yeah. I, so, I mean, I think the fact that, like, I'm thinking of past seasons. The only ones I can rem- remember are the ones I, fi- I found mildly, like, charming or enjoyable. Like, I did, like, Oz Twins. I thought that was funny. Um, Did they call themselves that or were they called that outside inside of the house? Didn't they? Didn't they come up with it or no? I don't know. I tried to block a lot of that. (laughs) That beauty, a lot of that. Whatever that was. And just blur (laughs) of sex. (laughs) Try to block that out of my mind. Um, Yeah. Other than than this season, that's the problem is they're all usually very boring and forgettable. Like the only other one. What chill town? You know, like that chill town's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I can't. They don't really stick in my memory. The names so much. The bomb squad. Hmm. No. Yeah, but great question. It Good stumped question. Us. Yeah, I, I'm stumped because so many of them are bad. But I think this. Yeah, year and there, has some and there are the, worst. the volume of them is uh, a tr- is a lot. Here's our last question from okay. at Trey RSD. Can Jose save himself from eviction? What is his last ditch? What What does he do? What does his last ditch play even look like? Um, this is tough because if he had an ounce of knowledge or self-awareness, he would be campaigning hard, I believe, against Bridget. Yeah. The answer to the first question, can Jose save himself? No. No. What does it look like? It looks like he it looks like he goes against Bridget because she he you know, he He's does as- he goes he says to he says to the people in the uh, uh eight pack he says she's a floater she doesn't really know what she's doing the moment she finds out she's on the the weaker side of the house she's going to come running to you she can't be trusted. She's a snake in the grass. I say this yeah. about everyone. I don't know what the definition of that means. You can't let the floaters get too far in this game because they're going to run this game. Mm-hmm. You know, I listen, I already have a big target on my back because I've been so obnoxious this first couple of weeks. So everyone's going to be trying to get me out all the time anyway. You might as well um, take her out now. Like, that's what he needs to do. He's not going to do that. Honestly, or the same strategy with with Paul with Polly. He says, yeah. you know what? My side of the house, they're voting this guy out. He's already got four votes against him. I just need to get three more. Mm-hmm. I need to go to Corey, someone who's going to be threatened by his physicality. Yeah. I need to go to some of the smarter girls. I need to go, you know what? This guy's going to flirt his way to the finish. Yeah. Um, 
Zakia, Zakia, I see you flirting with Polly. Get your head in the game, girl. Yeah, he's using you. He's got a girlfriend back home. Yeah, I don't know if he does, but I would say that. <laughs> you know, I, but I, he's so unaware of anything that's going on in the real yeah. world. So all we can really hope for, in, instead of a Hail Mary trying to save himself, is we have to hope that he has a truly epic goodbye speech planned um, and really takes it to that speech and rips them all a new one because that would be hilarious. I saw something on Jokers or Hamster Watch or whatever that he is not even packing on Thursday. I saw that too. I I can't. I can't. I, I, I'm going to miss him. I don't want him to go. He's too... Stupid. You think they're gonna come on the lights on the loudspeaker and be like, Jose, you just <laughs> just listen to us. Jose, Flatterist. please pack your bag. <laughs> please. <laughs> um so yeah, thank you guys so much for your questions. They're amazing. Um we love them and we hope to get many more next time. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Please tell a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really appreciate how many people are listening to us. Yeah, you know, we love it. It's so heartwarming to know that we're not the only ones who have dr- had a taste of the Big Brother Kool-Aid and are now passed out. Yeah. <laughs> ready to Definitely. go to our final resting place. So so that's it. Um, what do we expect to see on Thursday night? Yeah, Thursday night, post-eviction. Get ready, babies. So we're, we're expecting to see... Uh, Jose walking out the door. That's that's oh, yeah. correct, right? That's what we're hoping, and that's probably when we'll try to record again. Yeah, we'll um, have we'll have a new episode up um, late Thursday night or early Friday morning. We recorded right after the East Coast airing yeah. on uh, last Thursday, but I didn't want to put it up immediately two hours before the West Coast or even Hawaii had had their Big Brother fix. So true. Brett's really thinking about you guys. I'm thinking about <laughs> Whereas you, I'm like, I need to talk now. <laughs> East Coast bias. That's yeah, the exactly. name of our. That's the name of our alliance. Hashtag yeah. East Coast bias. <laughs> that's us, guys. Yes, thank you again so much for listening. Please um, talk to us online at HeyJulieBB on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm at Brett Raider. You're at Danny Mop. Yeah, and, and uh, we are, I mean, I'm, the reason I want to wrap this up is I want to keep watching, go watch the live feeds and see who's awake. So get the yeah. live feeds. Last time I checked, everyone was sleeping. Let's do a little refresh of the Jokers right now. All right, yeah, Natalie, Bronte, and Jose had to change the batteries. Really exciting morning <laughs> action in the BB house. We All right. need to wake up. All right, Daniel, I will uh, talk with you later, and uh, that's it. Bye, Julie. Hi, Julie.